Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. The large majority of your dreams will be about you. Over 80% and maybe up to 95% of your dreams, depending on your calling, depending on your position in the body of Christ, up to 95% of your dreams can be about you. So you have to say, is it about me? Is it about somebody else? That's the first thing. If you're an observer of the dream, like the dream I had about the woman with the surgery and the dog and the brains exchanging places, if you're an observer of the dream, it's usually for the sake of intercession. Intercessors will get a larger proportion of warning dreams than other believers because they're standing in the gap. They're standing in that role to prevent the work of the enemy from coming to pass and to usher in the will of the Lord through intercession. So is the dream about you or is it about somebody else? Write down the dream, identify the main plots in your dream like you would in a movie. You know, when you you watch a movie, there's a storyline. You know who the main characters are, you know who the other characters are. So the dream may be about you, but there may be other people in it interacting with you. The next thing is, what do those people represent? Who are these other people in your dreams? What do they represent? Just because you dream about a movie star doesn't mean you're going to meet a movie star. People, you know, they dream about Brad Pitt. Oh, I'm going to meet Brad Pitt. I'm going to meet. No, you're probably not going to meet Brad Pitt. What does Brad Pitt represent to you? That's right. Or they dream about Donald Trump. Well, what does Donald Trump represent to you? The people in the dream. Just because you have a dream with your father, it doesn't mean it's your real father. It may mean you're a prototype of God. It may be something of the characteristic of your father. So what do they represent to you? What were the names of the people in your dreams? 
because names mean something. I always look up the names, and I try to, as much as I can, look at the Bible names. There's a uh, Abraham publications, A B A R A B A R I H M publications. So they have this really good name dictionary online where it goes all the way to the Hebrew roots and it also quotes other dictionaries like Nasbi and different ones. It'll tell you what the, what the biblical meaning of the name. Not in every name is in there. But you can look at etymologies of names. What does it mean? That's interesting. What does it mean? Because God can speak through names. Listen, no detail of your dream is for nothing. Every detail means something. God doesn't waste his breath. Everything God does is done with a purpose, all of it. Everything in your dream means something. You might not get the entire code of your dream cracked, but you have to write the details down because later on, a year from now, when you go back and you read the, which I do, by the way, it's really good. You write, I, I put it in a, where I can search the words. I put the dates and I title my dream like I title a headline of an article. And I go back and I search. Because I, I remember, I had another dream where I missed a plane. Wait a second, over the last two years, I've had three dreams where I missed a plane. What does that mean? What were the circumstances? What are the parallels? That way you can identify recurring dreams. You can go back and you might you might say, oh, I, you know, I'm reading this dream again I had two years ago. I never, I, that detail, the color. Now I know what that color means. Now I get it. Now I understand. That's why it's so vital. Everything means something. What were the colors, the numbers that stood out to you? Colors, numbers, these things mean. Here's something people overlook. What is what were your emotions in the dream? Sometimes when you wake up from a dream, you'll feel the same emotion that you felt in the dream if it was a very vivid dream. What were your emotions? Were you frustrated? Were you sad? Were you overjoyed? Were you angry? Were you confident? Because that's part of the context of interpreting and deciphering your dream code. The book I wrote is called Decoding Your Dreams. James Gall wrote the foreword. You can check that out. There's a lot of good, there's a good number of good dreams book out there now. How did you feel? What were your emotions? What were the key symbols in a dream? The key symbols, a house, car, teeth. You know, a house doesn't always mean it's your house. House can mean ministry, it can mean different things besides house, it can mean church. So it's subjective to you in the sense of, you know, if you're in ministry and you see that you're in a car, you know, maybe you started off in ministry 20 years ago and you, you were, you know, God called you to ministry and in the, in the, in the dream you were riding a bicycle. But now 10 years down the, lo- the road, you're having a dream and, and, and you're, you're in a bus, you're driving a bus. Well, that means your influence has increased because you can take more people with you on a bus than you can on a bicycle. Or a jet plane, or a cruise ship, or a locomotive. Now it's bad if you've been in ministry 20 years and you know you were in a in a in a mega jet, and all of a sudden now you're on a tricycle. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, a demotion of some sort has happened, or that you see yourself as having lost something, or diminished in your authority and or anointing in the spirit. But it all means something. It all means something. Trees, rivers. Animals, money. You know, a lot of these things, like I said, let the Bible interpret your dreams as much as you can. While remembering that you have a subjective dream code. You know, like I said, a dog. I, I had a dog. 
I don't really, I'm not a huge dog lover. I had a dog, I love my dog. I'm not a huge dog lover, so to me, that is not the best example. But, again, someone who was mauled by a dog and they have a dream of the dog, probably not a good sign to them. Different cultures, dog means different things. <coughs> common dreams. Talk about some of these common dreams. Teeth falling out, oh my gosh. That is a really common dream. Teeth falling out. Wave at me if you've had a dream of your teeth falling out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a common dream. How many of you know what that means? It means you have a Jezebel spirit. I'm just teasing. <laughs> about potentially about loss or or a lack of understanding or discernment in a matter yeah I mean think about what do you do with your teeth you chew you chew on things so sometimes that has to do with stress and we do know that many times people grind their teeth in the natural when they're stressed out so your teeth are actually impacted by that or teeth falling out being naked in public I won't even ask who's had that drink I'm not going to go there. You've had that dream. That means many times that it speaks to being vulnerable or transparent. Yes. And it could be good or it could be bad. Transparency could be a good thing. I'm a very transparent teacher. I don't, I, and I don't pretend like I'm perfect. I share with you things because I think people need to know preachers aren't perfect. That's part of the reason pastors are committing suicide is because there's all this pressure. They don't have anybody to talk to. They can't admit that they're struggling. So they don't turn anybody for help. And then they They crack. And it's sad. We need to pray for our pastors. Vulnerable or being transparent. Uh, there was, um, there was, uh, oh, toilets. Toilets. Toilet showers and bathrooms can speak of cleansing. Because yeah. what do you do in a, in a bathroom? You, you push. You're cleansing. Yeah, you're washing, you're washing, you're showering. These are, these are just common dreams in my experience what they tend to mean. Now, your dream code is subjective to you, but generally speaking, there are some generalities we can say after after studying hundreds and thousands of, of dreams over the years and reading so many books, these seem to be fairly common. There was a, a, a person that was in ministry some years ago, and somebody, one of my intercessors, gave this person a, a, a dream. They said, I had a dream of you, and you were walking in this really luxurious Bathroom, and it was there showers everywhere. There was running; it was fountains. It was like a really luxurious, almost like a spa, you know. And 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 she said, "She, I really feel like the Lord wants to cleanse you of some things that are going to try to hold you back." Well, 
she had the relationship to say it, but this person didn't take it well at all. And just what didn't get mad, but just said, oh yeah, I'll pray about that, blew it off. Well, within about two or three years, they were defiled. Because God was wanting to cleanse them of some things before they got promoted. And if we don't allow God to cleanse us of things, we may, through our own striving and through our own, you know, working it, we, we may find our way onto bigger platforms at, at our work, or we may hook that man or that woman that we want to marry, but we won't be able to keep it because what's in us that's defiling us will oftentimes ruin God's plan for our life. And certainly if we got there by our own strength, our own flesh, we'll have to maintain it by our own strength and our own flesh. And therefore, we get weary and we, we just can't, especially if there's something in us that God's trying to deal with. That's good. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the Company of Seers, the Lighthouses, the Company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.